Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode. So, um, I'll be covering uh, what happened, uh, what, in, what interesting has happened in the week of 27th Feb. Uh, today is uh, 5th of March and I'm recording this time. So today I'll be talking about uh, some of the stuff that I've been seeing in um, chat GPT side. There's a new phishing technique that I've found. Uh, there are a few ransomware incidents that have happened and uh, some uh, attacks on EV charging as well as container infrastructure. So starting with chat GPT and if you're on my uh, YouTube uh, channel, you would be seeing some screenshots that I've put on the PowerPoint. Essentially, there is a, a Obama video where he's uh, talking things that typically he doesn't speak about. Then there's a Morgan Freeman video and uh, there is uh, another content from uh, a company that lets you use virtual avatars to create uh, custom content. Now, before I talk about it, uh, let's try to look at what has happened in uh, AI from the enterprise side, uh, in my personal experience. So, you know, uh, in, till a few years back, uh, AI was not suggesting you to write content. Today it's doing that's on my office, my word. Uh, standard productivity software, AI is suggesting content. In fact, uh, my uh, request or my weakness on the Notion AI uh, platform got approved with, and I tried writing a book, writing an article and it was able to do that. Uh, then AI has been able to convert text to speech, speech to text, very easy now, for example, in PowerPoint or whenever you want some other uh, software, whenever you are talking, you can convert that uh, voice, like I'm speaking right now, into text or a subtitle. So we don't need people to do that. We might take people to correct some of it till it becomes fully accurate and it's able to understand all languages and uh, all the content. Uh, so that's happening and then there is an entire generative AI context, right? The generative AI is, is what chat GPT belongs to. This is essentially uh, AI, a format of it, AI that can create content from existing content and it involves text, it involves uh, a video. So you can uh, create videos by uploading multiple images. There are multiple software like that. And uh, in fact, I've seen videos where you can upload videos of your pictures and uh, you can put the text also and it seems like you are actually speaking. Now, from this generative AI industry is supposed to be around uh, $22 trillion by 2030. Huge now uh, There are 150 companies in generative AI today and uh, they are providing various use cases, right? So one of the use cases that I found interesting was a company called our one, our one provides virtual avatars that you can see on my screen on YouTube. Essentially, what virtual avatars can do is they can talk uh, or you know, convey a specific content, and they, it has already been used in healthcare, multinational, and so on. So, essentially, AI is generating that content. So, it is easy, very easy to set up channels, set up uh, content, uh, set up, in fact, entire the uh, news website that will include a lot of content right, or, or, you, or a video streaming service. So now if you combine that with chat GPT, which is a conversational form, uh, what can happen is it can create the 
can take the content, text content, mix it with the audio or video, and do some journey a regular person. Uh, and that's that. There, those are the things you can search on YouTube. Uh, there are a lot of videos available like that. Now, what this can do in terms of cybersecurity is use this technology for doing social engineering. Now imagine a situation where a, a manager calls you, and or a senior uh, leadership uh, person calls you and tells you to do a specific thing, maybe setting a password, uh, example, some hypothetical situation. Hey, there's a security incident. I'm just putting down this message that you're part of the critical group. Why don't you reset password? And, uh, you know, that's how uh, cyber criminals can use these technologies. Now, going on to uh, the phishing sites, there's a new technique that has appeared in the last few years. It's called callback phishing. Essentially, what happens in phishing is uh, the cyber criminal creates a generally looking email with a malicious attachment or it could have a malicious link. And the victim clicks on it and is directed to the website that leads to initial access or infection of the machine or takeover of the machine or even by downloading the document it could lead to initial access of the machine. Now because there are email security solutions we now designed to block all this, detect all this. So attackers have done one better which is they have started putting content phishing email, instead of phishing URL or a malicious URL, they are putting phone numbers. These phone numbers belong to the, <coughs> the call center that is managed by them. It is a special call center, it's not a general company, this is a call center operated by cyber criminals. And they are using various forms of social engineering tactics. They would ask the victim to give access to more desktop control or user software like login, Zoom, etc. Then they will ask them to <clears throat> download further software or they can do the system and download software and then we can okay. this is already used by uh, uh, ransomware uh, campaigns like silent ransom quantum toy or z so uh, this cannot be detected by a product today okay. it's very hard creating a blacklist of numbers is stopped Technically, technically, you can make it, but the permutation combinations are very hard. So, let's see how the research turns up, but it's going to take time. The only thing that can help right now is end user awareness. So, I highly recommend you to be aware of these kind of scenarios and uh, don't fall prey to this. Uh, in uh, <coughs> different uh, ransomware category, every ransomware has been found that has been attacking the publicly exposed uh, servers uh, of VMware ESXi hypervisor and uh, this was an automated ransomware campaign campaign it started in the first week of Feb and uh, this is the largest attack on VMware till date or ESXi to be, for, to be precise the ransomware name is called ESI, ESXi ARGS uh, Essentially, ARGS is an extension that is added to every file that is encrypted by the ARGS. It is exploiting the vulnerability, it's known since May 2021. And uh, CISA has published a script to help the victim, but it depends on the availability of backup. If there is. Now, again, how do we protect from ransomware? One is use standard best practices of having a 
good uh, protection, HIPAA protection product, uh, good server protection product, as well as doing the backup. And now another technology called going, uh, attack surface management. So this is a technology that's not, but essentially it brings a, a catalog of all internet facing assets that the organization has by doing the scan of the internet. Uh, now, another ransomware called Royal Ransomware has been uh, acting in the last few months. It is targeting uh, some of the international organizations uh, since uh, September 2022. Uh, most of them are in the US right now. Uh, of communication, education, healthcare, and manufacturing. And the operators of this ransomware are uh, supposedly from, from Contide Team 1. They are private actors, it's not a ransomware as a service which anybody can take and they are using callback caching. So that technique I uh, mentioned earlier, they are using RDP, they are also using public facing uh, applications and exploiting them. Now once they are in, they disable antivirus software, then they exploit large amount of data or extortion and then they deploy ransomware. Now they are also using partial encryption which means they are not encrypted, encrypting the full file but parts of it. The reason they are doing that is with antivirus software because antivirus software uses that behavior anomaly technique to find and block hands somewhere. So it's the partial encryption, antivirus will not trigger and they can evade uh, the antivirus. They are then using Cobalt Strike and PSX for neutral and also using Windows volume shadow copy service to delete shadow copies, which provides uh, system recovery. Now, it is targeting both Windows and Linux, and it has been linked to 19 attacks in January. The FAB data is not available to my knowledge yet. They have been demanding ransom in the range of 1 million to 11 million. Now, what I was worried personally if ransomware attacks are going down, clearly they are not. The reason behind my thought was that law enforcement agencies have been targeting ransomware operators globally, and they have significantly gone, uh, gone down, like contact. Um, the largest group it has gone down, but clearly they are. Make it a comeback. Also, there is a new attack on the electrical charging infrastructure. So these EV systems, the charging platform, and EV resume or internet connecting. Everything is mostly internet connected in the entire EV system. And specific to this uh, issue, there are vulnerabilities found in the uh, OCPP protocol, which is used for the, the charging infrastructure. Another attack was found which EVAC, <coughs> which is the electric vehicle supply equipment, it was running an outdated version of Linux. So what's happening is these companies were experts in, in making vehicles, they might be expert in the software or special software security, so they are using used, uh, uh, they could be using potentially the, the, the software which has the lowest footprint for the hardware, so it consumes less resources but it will be done. So my request to all these providers is that please take care of self security. Uh, there have been attacks uh, last year where activists uh, compromised charging stations in Moscow to disable them to display this these their support for Ukraine. This, this happened during the last year. Now as these uh, platforms, EV platforms are connected to the internet, they can uh, potentially get hacked. And that's what we are seeing now. Also, uh, hackers uh, have been able to attack their containerized environments uh, to steal proprietary data. 
this attack campaign is called as Carlet TV, targeted the Kubernetes environment in AWS, HPD data. Once the attack had happened, they deployed a, a crypto mining software called XMRED, and uh, this uh, was essentially done using a vulnerable uh, public facing Kubernetes cluster. Now, once the intrusion happened, the attacker also disabled counter logs, minimized digital print, which essentially prevented this company to do public investigation. So, how do you secure them? You start monitoring your cloud services as organizations are moving to cloud native apps. It's very important that you have to have cybersecurity practices in place, cybersecurity platforms like CNAP in play. I've made a detailed video on CNAP. I'm going to link to that, link to that also. Please uh, go and take a look at that also. Uh, then CISA is the a tool called Decider that uh, helps you to map the MITRE attack framework that you have seen. Essentially, it's a web-based application. It asks the user to uh, answer things about adversary activity and it helps them to arrive at the correct tactic and technique uh, in, in, in the process. It's a product, a project, and uh, it uh, supports en enterprise attack versions 11 and 2. So I do uh, highly recommend you to try it. With that, thank you so much for my sourcing all my listeners. Uh, help us learn and uh, I will see you next time. Keep learning.